podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Lewis Hart for Boxing Social in association with Empire Fight Store, Forged Irish Stout and Freebets.com. Delighted today to be joined with Johnny Nelson. It's a new year. I suppose a new, new, new self for you. I see all the fasting and things that you're doing. How is it? How's things, mate? How are we? You know, new year, new start. Um, obviously, with the fasting, you just feel better, look better, feel better. Um, mental clarity. There's a lot more into it than than what it looks. It's hard, but it's for for self-discipline, and uh, I'm loving it, man. Absolutely. I suppose I did want to touch on one thing before we did start. I've been been keeping tabs on your Instagram. You posted a video of a, of a, of a past fight. You're acting like a prime Vasily Lomachenko, mate. Yeah, that, that was against a guy uh, in Germany. This guy, I think he was 27 and all, and, and they spent a lot of money on him. I think he was the last German opponent I fought. I bought, bought three of the top dogs they spent loads of money on. And in the, the headlines were, you know, Nelson, the old man, uh, there for the taking. I think I was 36 years old, so I thought, I'm sure what an old man can do. Uh, it's just, just a little bit of a hustle, but I did get a bit of a cussing from Ben back in the corner for doing that. Behave yourself, get Get rid of him. Get the job done. Absolutely, definitely. And Natasha Jonas will be looking to get the job done this weekend against Michaela Meyer. Massive, massive fight. Um, another big all-women's fight. Um, looking forward to Saturday night. I actually agree with the coach. I think this could be a contender for fight of the year because both fighters need this win. You know, both fighters are so competent, steeped in, in, in wisdom and, and smarts for the fight. The only difference is age, and age age affects the pace. Pace will be the key for this fight. And so Maya comes in and she, she, she keeps her pace high and intense. She's got to keep it for 10 rounds. She gets it, but Natasha's no fool. She understands she's got to start, start fast. She understands Stan, she is the one that's got more experience, more smart, underrated. Uh, my, uh, McKenna thinks she, McKenna thinks she's 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 slow, but she's actually not. She's saying, "Well, wait a minute, why didn't you watch my fight against Katie Taylor?" So, so you've got two very experienced, strong-willed women that are going to go in there, get on with this fight, and I think, again, I, I actually agree. I think it'd be best fight of the night. When it comes to Natasha, she's always wanting to chase the biggest fight, chase this legacy. How different do you feel like this fight is when it comes to Maya, who's coming up in weight, um, been a world champion, all these things? How, how different do you feel like this is to the big fights that, that Natasha's had before? So, so for Natasha, Natasha has been there and done it. She's always been that golden girl. And at times when she's been written off, it's probably hurt her down, deep down and personal. So now she's come back and thought, look what I've done. So, so she expects success because she's been to the top of the mountain before. For Maya, even though you say she's coming up the way, she actually, in between fights, I think she's actually coming down to the weight comfortably. And so it was a struggle for her getting down to the weight. So, so say for instance, if you're, if you're, I don't know, six foot three, and you can make, you can make middleweight uh, comfortably, you're gonna do it because you know you can boss it. So I think for, for, for Michaela, she was in that position where she could make the weight, but did it suit her? I don't think it did. Now, maybe this will suit because she looks on point she looks strong she looks firm she looks happy she looks she looks full so I think it's a good good fight either way and I suppose just as a touch on it this this year kicks off a, a big year for boxer as well as we see Joshua Buatzi and Dan Aziz um, on February 3rd and I spoke to Dan Aziz last week he had sort of a lot to say about Buatzi it seems you know, friends turn enemies in a sense so looking forward to that friend of friend of friend of uh, I am looking forward to it because 
both fighters have got so much bragging rights, so much to prove. Dan is that kind of fighter where he's got to get under the skin of, of, of Joshua Boatze to make Joshua Boatze forget tactics and just go for go for it. And in that, in that way, it makes it more even for, uh, for, for, for Dan. He doesn't want Boatze out there boxing and being smart, using, using it, his skill, because he has the skill, he has all the skill in the world. He's got to get under his skin. He's got to get him in his face. He's got to get him to fight his kind of fight. And he's doing the right thing. Absolutely, and I suppose we will touch on uh, the big, big talking point that's been uh, the past couple of weeks. Um, Anthony Joshua is taking on Francis Ngannou in Saudi Arabia on March the 8th. Um, initially hearing of these news, um, what, what do you make of the fight? I think Anthony Joshua gets the job done. I think Ngannou's problem is the same problem with Andy Ruiz. Once, we, once he beat Anthony Joshua, everybody knew who he was, what he was about. I think with, with Ngannou, uh, he's got in there with Tyson Fury. And Tyson Fury, I believe, boxed under par, and by Tyson Fury fights him again, that won't happen. Um, uh, but Anthony Joshua has the grace of being able to think, you know what, that's what you're about. You know you can't, I know you can't be pressured, I know you can't be intimidated, I know that you're strong, you, you'll wait for your shot. When it comes to boxing ability, I truly believe Anthony Joshua has better boxing ability than Ngannou. And he gets the job done clean, he gets it done comfortably. And if he doesn't, I'd be very, very surprised. I think uh, then, 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 that's when the big questions are. But if you're an accomplished top five fighter in the world, heavyweight in the world, a former two-weight world champion. I expect that job to get done and get done well. And when it comes to, I suppose, comparing it to the Tyson Fury fight, how do you feel like the approach will be different with, I suppose, the attitude of Ngannou now is, you know, we know what he is capable of, of, of what he had against Fury. That's easy, respect. Respect. Tyson Fury didn't respect him enough to, to give him his full, honest preparation, mental respect, fighting respect. Like we all didn't. I thought this is a, a walk in a park. So we all made that mistake, not just Tyson Fury. Anthony Joshua's seen what's happened. He's not going to make that mistake because, you know, he's got the gift of hindsight and think, oh, right, that won't happen to me. I'll get my job done. Do you understand the criticisms of the fight, though, when it when it comes to sort of, I suppose, casual fan? Uh, I can understand the criticism uh, when people say it's double standard because it was poo-pooed when Tyson was doing it and, and now the fight's being done again. In my head, risk-reward isn't way up. I just wouldn't do the fight. What point are you making apart from putting a, a, a lot of zeros in your bank? So if that's what it's about, if, it, if it's truly about the development and advancement of Anthony Joshua getting in a position to fight for world title again, it's a waste of time. Uh, if, it's, if it's about trying to make a statement and getting a load of dough, I get it. I do get it. And, I, and they're prize fights. They've got to get paid as much as they possibly can. But I do understand, you know, the criticism about what is said. And you do understand what Anthony Joshua is doing. So you put him in front of me, I'll take him out. And do you understand the criticisms from from fighters in a way, if you're, if you're looking at like, someone like Philip Hergovic um, or your Martin Bacoli or something like that, you know, we want the big fights and all of a sudden this guy sort of yeah, came that, and skipped that, the queue. So that's, my, that's my point. Risk-reward, it doesn't weigh up because Anthony Joshua can't afford to lose to Ngannou because if he does, boom, everything's done. I don't care, everything's done. But then getting in there with a Hergovic and, and, and Cole, then people looking at it and think, you know what, I get it. That it, common sense tells you Ngannou uh, is an inexperienced professional boxer that went in there with, with the best fighter in the world and put on a good performance. Now he's got the opportunity to do it again. Risk reward doesn't weigh up. It's not good business in my sense, in my head, for the risk and the bigger price that's at the, at the, end, of the, at the end of the rainbow.
And I did want to touch on, on Saudi Arabia in boxing. Um, obviously, it has a lot of positives with big fights happening and the fights are getting made. But on another hand, when you look at you know, certain fights that would probably deserve to be on a domestic card, they are now getting brought to Saudi Arabia. Is there a, a worry that the domestic standard of fights here in the UK may get ruined because of Saudi Arabia? Uh, no, a couple of reasons. Uh, the, the, the other fighters, you know, here, you know, the small hold promoters and, and uh, you know, the, the, the ones that are here on this, the, the, our turf, are getting a chance to be seen. Uh, you look at Saudi Arabia, uh, I think Saudi Arabia giving fighters, and they always back the side of fighters, getting a chance to make some money. I love that. I love it. So make hay while the sun shines. You know, so whilst these guys are getting paid ridiculous money to box fight in Saudi Arabia, on such a stage, do it. You know, I, I, I'm not a promoter, I'm not a TV executive, I'm an ex-fighter and I love to see fighters getting paid yeah, for, for the work they do, so I haven't got a problem with it at all. But also on another hand, is there a worry where fighters' values, with what they're getting paid inside of Arabia, their values might, they may overestimate their value when it comes back to a UK? Not at all, because if you want to fight, you want to fight, and at the end of the day, if you outprice yourself, look at Andy Ruiz, how many times has he fought since he boxed uh, uh, Anton Joshua? Twice. 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 So what does that tell you? Some man's asking for too, for too much money, and so he's thinking, I want this or I'm not fighting. You know, he might be asking for too much money, that's why he's not in there uh, as, as often as he wants to be, and people know what he's about. So, so fighters will understand, you know what, they might pass themselves out of the fight, but there's always other options. This is a chance for them to go somewhere, do a bank, do, do a cash grab, get paid big bucks, and, and live large, and then as long as it lasts. So I do not write it off at all. I actually, good on it, I like that. Just the last one from me. Uh, we did see Arta Baturbia put in a destructive performance at Callum Smith last weekend. Looks now like, as to see on the topic of Saudi Arabia, it looks like that is heading for a, a showdown for Undisputed against Dimitri Bivol. Um, how do you sort of look at that fight? It's very, very 50-50 swaying opinion. No, no, I didn't. I think it's a great fight. I think Baturbia beats Bivol. I think Bivol's a good fight, good fighter, and a world-class fighter. I think styles make fights, and I think Bivol... Um, uh, Baturbia, I think his style is too tight, too compact, too, too consistent, amazingly strong. He's not, he's not, he's not an idiot, uh, and he, he's a clever fighter. But but so is Bivol, and so but Bivol, I just think he's 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 a little more open. At the two, and this is a minor detail, it's a little more open. I'd go for I'd go for Baturbia. Absolutely. Johnny, thank you for taking time to speak to me. Always good to catch up with you. Always good to catch up the new year. Speaking to you, mate. Top man. Thank you, mate. Sports Social Podcast Network.